spreading veganism on a whole nother level. And audio level. <laughs> Check your vegan audio levels. Check your levels, man. Slow down, you damn vegans. Welcome to the Damn Vegans Podcast. Beat the overwhelm by cooking smarter, not harder, in 2016. Get support right here from us at veganmario.com. Buy Mario's signature gluten-free sourdough at veganmario.com. Take this as a sign from the universe. Your belly is hungry for gluten-free vegan food. Make it yourself or buy it from Mario. And now your hosts, Amanda Congdon and Vegan Mario. Mario LeBrandy. What number are we on? Eight? This is Damn Vegans, number 008. Five pitfalls to avoid when changing your diet. I'm Amanda Congdon. And I'm Mario LeBrandy. Here to bring you the very best in vegan chit-chat. So, uh, how's it going? How's it going at Vegan Mario's this week? Any updates? Another good farmer's market. They love the bread. How many loaves of bread did you bring? 72 loaves. I had one left for myself this week. Oh, nice. the first week you didn't sell out? Yeah, we had one for us. Usually everyone bogarts ours. Well, I wouldn't call it bogart. <laughs> they pay hard-earned money. Thank you so much. If you've bought our bread ever before. And if you haven't, what are you waiting for? That came from the heart, by the way. I didn't intend to pitch you our bread. It's just that good. I thought you were talking to me. I momentarily was doing an aside to our audience here. Subscribers. Thank you for subscribing. Or not. And just listening. Or just listening. Thank you for pressing play. Here's a little inside info. We're going to have sun patties at the farmer's market this Sunday. Sun patties are back. I want one myself. I love sun patties. I'll take three. Once you pop, you can't stop. So maybe two or three at least. They're like mini. They're little patties. They're just that size so that they dehydrate properly. I like their size. I like that you can like eat a couple and that they're priced reasonably because they're not huge. Weirdly, the size is inspired by White Castle. Not that I ever ate one. I used to see people, they'd get like a case of them. You ever see that? I've seen the Harold and Kumar movies. Water break. Have you hydrated in the last hour? Chug-a-lug. Our babysitter, Nicole, met another vegan babysitter at Subway who wants to get out of the sandwich game. Oh, yeah. That's got to be a hard thing. And I know a lot of other people that are vegan, like, work in delis, and they have to deal with cold cuts. I don't think I could do it. At that point, wouldn't you get any other job if you're vegan? Paper pushing? Overhandling meat? Some people aren't qualified to push paper. Or don't want to push paper. I don't really like to push paper. (laughs) I don't really like to touch meat. I'd rather touch paper. We've entered the void. Five pitfalls to avoid when changing your diet. Why is it often so difficult to do the things we know are good for ourselves? And why do we sometimes find it hard to refuse the things we know for certain are bad for us? As we inch closer and closer to spring, the season of rebirth, I would like to talk to you about habits. Forming them or breaking them, or both, 
most of us could improve ourselves by upgrading our daily systems. Many of us are looking to eat more healthfully or get into the routine of daily exercise. Maybe we've promised our significant other we'll stop slamming doors when we're angry. Sorry, Mario. Or are simply hoping to read more books and watch less television. That's right. Most of us are working on something. Changing what you're doing can lead to changing who you are. And it takes both ironclad intention and daily devotion to turn that new thing into a regular thing. I'd like to take a moment to read you a passage from one of my favorite authors, Michael Singer. He writes in his book, The Untethered Soul. You can have a different relationship with your mind. Whenever it starts telling you what you should or shouldn't do in order to get the world to match your preconceived concepts, don't listen. It's just like when you try to stop smoking. Regardless of what your mind says, you don't pick up a cigarette and put it in your mouth. It doesn't matter if it's just after dinner. It doesn't matter if you get anxious and you feel the need. It doesn't matter what the reason is. Your hand simply does not touch cigarettes anymore. Likewise, when your mind starts telling you what you have to do to make everything inside okay, don't buy into what it's telling you. The truth is, everything will be okay as soon as you are okay with everything. And that's the only time everything will be okay. Interestingly, as I was preparing to write The Void, I came across an article in Psychology Today which basically says that all the spiritual stuff Singer details in Untethered is actually backed by modern clinical science. This man knows what he's talking about. When we reach for processed foods, even vegan processed foods, we are doing so because we crave instant gratification. Processed foods hit our bloodstream faster, which makes them more addictive than whole foods. Here are five major pitfalls I see people struggle with when embarking on a fruit and veggie cleanse. Number one, they're unprepared. If you don't have enough ripe fruit and veggies on hand, you can easily become hungry and desperate, which can lead to the eating of less healthy options. Number two, they wait until they're starving to eat. You have to eat a lot more volume of unprocessed plant foods in order to meet the calorie requirements necessary to make the cleanse doable, which can baffle folks. Eat more to lose weight? Starting the day with a giant fruit and veggie smoothie is a great idea for something quick and nutritious so you can begin your morning without a calorie deficit. Tool alert! Use chronometer.com to track caloric intake. I highly recommend this tactic if this is your first time doing a fruit and veggie cleanse. Number three, they have no support. Most people around you will still be eating things that are off cleanse. Prior to the cleanse, please set yourself up for success by finding a wingman or wing woman for support either online or off. It's also important to give other people you live with or spend a lot of time with a heads up that you'll be doing a cleanse. Who knows? Maybe once they know it's the type of cleanse where you don't go starving, they'll be pumped to join you. Number four, they let their minds get in the way. 
emotional and distracted eating are both extremely common. To avoid them, don't eat while you're on your phone, iPad, computer, or watching television. Also, when emotions are running high, do your best to find calm before digging in. Number five, they fall off the wagon and stay off. Don't let one slip up send you into a guilt spiral. Just keep moving forward, doing what it is you set out to do. The cool-down cleanse is not about being perfect. It's about keeping going. Please, please, please hear me on this. It's not about being perfect. It's about keeping going. Now, solving the first three pitfalls is pretty self-explanatory. Buy more healthy food, make sure you give yourself time to eat the healthy food you've purchased, and find support. If you want some great tips on how to acquire the best fruit and veggies, check out Damn Vegans 007. If you're interested in doing the 100% free cool-down cleanse CDC with me at the end of the month, start putting some feelers out now for an accountability buddy. If you don't have a friend or family member local to you who's interested, we've got you covered. Later this month, we'll invite you into a totally free Facebook group where Mario and I will provide support daily. There, you'll be able to partner up with another like-minded individual so you are never alone while you are taking such an enormous step for your health. One thing that some people find helpful is to do a specific activity the moment their mind tells them to do what it is they're working hard not to do. Whether that's to drop into a yoga pose, hop into the bathtub, step outside to get some fresh air, light a candle, watch a cute cat video, or scream into a pillow, make a plan for what you will do when cravings hit. Because they will hit. Sometimes uttering a mantra like, my hands only touch foods that are healthful for me, or practicing aversion therapy is helpful. I know at least one person that has found great success wearing a rubber band on her wrist and snapping it to reset her mind whenever a craving hit. Also, if you're desiring a particular texture, like you miss the crunch of chips or the sweetness of cane sugar, find a suitable replacement before starting on any new cleanse or diet. If you've been reading our weekly newsletter for a while now, you're aware of my love for pasta. So I expect to be eating a lot of zucchini and cucumber noodles once going full throttle on the cool-down cleanse. Love carbonated soda? Drink seltzer with a squeeze of citrus. Or learn how to make natural soda with Mario. And now for a moment of tough love. None of this will be easy, but it will be worth it. To my knowledge, the CDC is the fastest route to reversing inflammation in the body and, usually, losing weight. All I can do is give you the information. I can't make you do the mental, emotional, and practical prep work that it takes for anyone to be successful on this cleanse and see massive results. I'm so very excited to cleanse my system alongside you later this month. CDC is like the Home Depot of cleanses. You can do it. We can help. I'm actually tearing up. 
That wasn't recording. Now, off to some of my own prep work. To your health. Amanda. And Mario. So you like the untethered soul? It has untethered my soul. I always like to tell people a little bit of history on processed foods. Okay, let's hear it. Well, there's this book. It's called Salt, Sugar, Fat, How the Food Giants Hooked Us. And it's by Michael Moss. The companies that were getting together the research to make the food basically figured out how to make all the fats, all the oils, and all the salts as addictive as possible. Right before the whole packaged food industry kind of exploded. So if you're interested in that, learning about the weaponization of the food industry, that's a good read. Food is used as a control method. If you control what people eat, you can kind of control the state of their mind and therefore affect what they are more likely to do or not do. Like purchase your product. Like be more susceptible to disease. So you can purchase their health care plans. Uh-oh. I think we've gone down the rabbit hole. Damn vegans. Damn vegans. I was spreading the truth. Why you vegans shut up? I want to be stuck in my hole. Head in the sand. Wool over the eyes. Oh, so I was at story time today. And? <laughs> Mario took both our kids, our one and our three-year-old, to our local library. Yeah, we went to the library. And, you know, it's always a good time, but every once in a while, there's a message that I'm not 100% in alignment with. So what did you do to protest? I kind of do silent protest. <laughs> Everybody will look like they're having a good time singing about Bob Bob Black Sheep and the Master. It's just like a weird song. But everybody was kind of smiling. I gave the deadpan. Like, what? How about let's go grow our own organic cotton? Cotton is sketchy. And leave the little sheep alone. It really depletes the soil, doesn't it, cotton? Yeah, that's what I hear. I like K-Pop, but I don't know if you can make clothing out of it. I know it makes a nice fill. Pillows. Did Bins, anyone ask Bins. you about it at the end? Oh, like, was that not vegan enough for you, sir? <laughs> no, it's a, you know, it's just like one of those little things. But I'm sure nobody noticed. Nonviolent protest? Yeah. Silent protest? Yeah. No, I will not sing your non-vegan song during story time. That's right. High five. There, got a good one. And what would you have done? Would you have... Ba-ba, black sheep, I'm gonna steal your wool. I haven't yet been put in that position, but I have been put in the position where the librarian is reading a book that has farm animal references that everyone's smiling at. I usually just take Winter aside. I ask him about the books and tell him that book wasn't vegan. This is why we don't do this to animals. I got a request for a show topic from Erica. Erica's asking us to share some of our home cleaning methods. So just like vinegar in a bottle? The household cleansers, also toothpaste, mouthwash, where we stand on things like 
chemicals in the household, bleach in the kitchen. We stand far away, so far away it's not even in our kitchen. Teflon on your cooking surfaces. Nonstick ick. Antibacterial hand sanitizers. Gels. Oh. <laughs> um, Chemical sludge. Colloidal silver. Well, you have your colloidal silver machine. Interesting. Emily writes in that she would like to know about a vegan bone broth alternative. So that will be coming up in a podcast soon as well. I know that's very trendy right now. Bone broth? Bone broth. Sounds like something a witch would make. Well, witches are huge right now, right? Eye of Newt. Dragon's toenail. What else could we put in our stew? Lizard skin. Octopus ink. So look out for those episodes in the very near future. If you like this episode, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes, and we'd really appreciate it. Thanks a lot for listening. Until next week, see you later, you damn vegans. You have now reached the end of this podcast. Come on in Friday and Saturday and allow Mario to exceed your expectations. 625 North Ventura Avenue in California's spectacular Ojai Valley. See you next time, you damn vegans.